This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Time once again for the Bama Online Podcast. This one on a Friday, December the 9th, 2022. Travis Schreier, Senior Analyst for BamaOnline.com. Checking back in with our good friend, Longtime recruiting analyst at BOL, Hank South. Hank, we had Charlie Potter on earlier in the week. We had Tim Watts midweek. So, of course, going into a big official visit weekend for the Alabama Crimson Tide, we're going to round it out, man, with the fourth horseman, Mr. Hank South. (laughs) Save the best for last. Woo! Absolutely. No doubt about that, Hank. And look, it's been a a busy stretch, no doubt about it on the recruiting front. It's been one in which I guess if there's a silver lining right to Alabama not making the SEC championship game, it's able to really up the intensity on the recruiting trail. Not that it ever really dips under Nick Saban, Uh, but coaches on the road here of late for Alabama and wanted to get your thoughts on maybe a stop or two that the staff has made involving Uh, It could be a committed prospect. It could be uncommitted, a flip target. What are a couple of those that have struck you here in the last week or so? Yeah, there's been a couple. And I think next week is when we're going to really see, you know, closer Nick Saban hit the road and, and, you know, see the guys that, you know, the Keon Keeley's, the Caleb Downs's, the Justice Haynes, those guys that, you know, Bama wants to hang on to, wants to land. Um, but one visit or a couple of visits that have really struck me so far. So the, the contact period when the coaches can go out on the road and, and actually talk to the kids in person started on December 2nd. So we're about a week into it. Um, the, one of the first stops Nick Saban made was five-star offensive tackle and Iowa commit Caden Proctor. So, Last weekend, Bama had visitors coming in. We weren't even sure if Nick Saban was really going to get on the road just with the officials coming in um, and, and it just being that that one day. But not only did he get on the road, he went to Des Moines, Iowa, uh, and, and he saw uh, Caden Proctor. And obviously, you know, Nick Saban could take the jet, so he, he could travel a little bit easier than, than most of us can. But uh, uh, went in, visited him, and, and that's an interesting one. You know, I think in, in terms of, you know, looking – at the end of this cycle, Bama's going to need some more offensive linemen. You know, they've got the transfer portal exits. You know, they have a five-man class, but, you know, they had still been recruiting guys like Proctor, guys like Samson Okunlola, um, to still add on. And now we see Tyler Steen accept his senior bowl invite. So, you know, th- there's depth needed at that offensive line, uh, across the offensive line. And and I think Caden Proctor and, and, you know, seeing Saban go and see him first, um, I think that was pretty notable. Will he flip? You know, I'm not sure. Iowa hasn't been very encouraging on offense. You know, I know they produce good offensive linemen, but, you know, they haven't really done much else offensively, um, you know, this past season especially. So that was an interesting one, in my opinion. Um, Looking towards this week, you know, we've seen him see a lot of the commitments. We saw him see Malik Benson on Thursday, Cole Adams, the wide receiver in Oklahoma. We saw him make a stop to see Arkansas tight end commit um, Luke has on Thursday evening. Um, so that's one Bama's still in the mix for as well. So, you know, he's making the rounds, but like I said, I think next week is, you know, we're going to see him go in home with Caleb Downs. We're going to see the James Smith, the Quay Rousseau visits. Um, and that's going to be when, you know, it, it really gets down to 
you know, that closing time crunch um, and really driving home some of these recruitments. Yeah. So let's talk about the upcoming weekend and all of that travel done in advance of a big one for Alabama with a couple of the very top uncommitted defensive prospects for this 2023 cycle. Certainly when you consider that they're again, in-state prospects as well. And James Smith and Quay Rasal, both of Carver High School right there in Montgomery, set the table for us a little bit with both those guys. It seems like, and we talked with Tim Watts, or we heard from Tim Watts about this at midweek, seems like these guys have followed their game plan that they had established early on in the process without wavering all that much. Yeah, you know, looking on, looking ahead of the season, you know, we we were saying you know, there's probably going to be twists and turns. You know, we're we're going to see you know one team trending, another another team, you know, uh, you know, picking up momentum. But you know, for the most part, that hasn't really happened. You know, I I know people you know get really um you know nervous about Auburn. You know, that James Smith and Quay saw they they pretty much go to Auburn every weekend that they can that they have a home game. Um, and, and yeah, they did. They like Auburn. Um, that's why Auburn's one of their finalists. But if you look at, you know, what they've done every time they've said they're going to be at Bama, they've been to Bama too. So they, they visited for three home games in Tuscaloosa this fall, which is a lot more than a lot of kids do, um, in the season, even some commits. And then they're set to take their official visit to Tuscaloosa this weekend. And, and that's been on the calendar for a couple of weeks now, you know, they, they set this December 9th through 11th weekend, um, coming out of the iron bowl. And they haven't wavered. Sometimes we see kids set a visit day, then they move it, then they reschedule it or they cancel it or they, they do something else. But these guys have stuck to it. And, and this is really a big opportunity. And, and I, you know, for now, this is their only official visit remaining, um, you know, unless these two guys decide to maybe go see um, Ohio State, who I know is kind of that team on the outside looking in, trying to get them on campus for an official visit. Um, Auburn has the opportunity to use an official visit again if uh, if they decide to. I wouldn't be shocked to see them take maybe an unofficial visit to Auburn just to spend time with Hugh Freeze and, and the staff. But um, this is the last scheduled official visit for James Smith and Quay Rousseau. And, you know, throughout the fall, Bama has been the trendy pick for both of these guys. And, you know, I'm, I'm not changing that, you know, thought at this point um, in the process. I, I think Bama is still – if I was picking a team, I think Bama has the inside track for both of these guys. And, and uh, I think this weekend, you know, you're going to see them spend a lot of time with Nick Saban. They're going to spend a lot of time with the staff. Um, obviously, it's going to be a red carpet, um, you know, event for both of these guys. And, and they have an opportunity to really hammer this home and and, and, uh, and win this one out. And, you know, of course, there's going to be recruiting next week. They're going to see the, all the head coaches next week in home. Um, but Bama, and Bama is going to be there, too. So they have a couple more impressions to make on these guys um, ahead of December 21st. But definitely a huge week, visit weekend for James Smith and Quay Rousseau. Yeah, and it really is shaping up just again on the defensive side of the ball. It's almost exclusively defensive guys yeah. this weekend because you get into a couple of inside linebacker prospects and Justin Jefferson, the four-star junior college player from Pearl River Community College who committed to Alabama a while back. But then here comes Arian Carter, a four-star athlete from Smyrna, Tennessee, kind of on that Josh Jacobs, I guess, sort of path to uh, moving up the ladder in terms of recruiting boards previously committed to Memphis. But uh, where's Alabama with Carter right now? Yeah, I, I think this is another one. I think they're in good position entering this weekend. And, um, you know, Arian Carter has blown up his senior season. I 
think he just got named, if I'm not mistaken, Mr. Football in Tennessee for his uh, classification. So that's big time. Um, and he got a Bama offer back in September. Um, and Bama, you know, relatively early compared to a lot of these schools pushing for him now, um, offered him before most of these these programs that are recruiting him. And, you know, as we enter this final stretch, it's really Bama versus Tennessee um, to sign Arian Carter. Ohio State's also hosted him on an official visit, but I really think it's it's uh, the Tide versus the Vols um, for him. And, and he was in Knoxville last weekend, um, didn't leave making a commitment or anything. Obviously, you know, they're trying to keep him home and keep him in the state of Tennessee. Um, but I think he's really been enamored with Alabama. Um, when we talked to him earlier this fall after he got the offer, um, you know, he, he said Bama was his dream school. This is, you know, one of those – situations where you know it, it's hard to pass up on Bama and I think he's still kind of riding that wave I think he still feels that way I, I think he sees the best opportunity at Alabama just from my discussions with, with with him and you know people close to him that you know Bama probably has the inside track and you know he's not saying that but you know he, I, you kind of read the tea leaves a little bit with his recruitment and you know I think they have a chance to um to really, you know, swing the momentum. I, so I think momentum's already swung in Bama's favor, but you know, to keep that going this weekend, and it's interesting with Arian Carter, and and we'll see if he sticks to this plan. But at last check, he he's going to sign early, and uh, he's going to want to do those one of those secret signings where he signs, and then he's going to announce it at the All American Bowl in January. So um, we might not know what exactly Arian Carter is going to do officially until uh until the beginning of january but um you know i I do think bama is in good position entering this weekend so we go from the front with smith and Roussal. we take you to the linebacker level with arian carter and justin jefferson and then we get into the secondary because the anticipation is anyway for two five-star corners to be in tuscaloosa this weekend although i guess it's still a little bit of a up in the air situation with uh, Miami commitment, Cormani McLean. Yeah, that one popped up earlier this week. We reported on Wednesday that uh, McLean had plans to visit Alabama this weekend officially. Um, of course, you know, we've been saying for, for weeks now, you know, he still has that official if he wants to use it. He's only been to Bama unofficially. Uh, we weren't sure if he was going to set it, but we learned this week that, that there were plans in place and, and he did want to use it. Um, of course, we also reported that Miami does not want him to use that visit. Um, can you blame them uh, to go see Nick Saban in December uh, when he's trying to land a cornerback? Um, so, you know, we're, we're keeping an eye on it. We're going to see if McLean shows up, I, I, you know, the Miami side believes he's not, they think he's going to conveniently take the ACT on Saturday. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll see, uh, what happens with that if he does end up showing up to Tuscaloosa. Um, so kind of have him as that, t- uh, TBD, um, at, at this point with McLean, but Desmond Ricks is the other five-star cornerback, um, expected in town to see uh to see Tuscaloosa on an official visit and he's a guy that you know a few weeks back was in the 2024 class he then reclassified so he's now 2023 and has a top three of Alabama LSU and Florida um you know the buzz has kind of favored LSU the last few weeks um Florida obviously you know they want to land land Ricks um after missing out on Cormani McClain um in that whole situation um so this is kind of one of those heated battles down the stretch I think he's at Florida Next weekend, I have to pull it up, but he's officially visiting all these schools, all his top three this month. So, um, and he's announcing a decision on December 23rd, which is the final day of the early signing period. So we'll see if Bama makes any noise. I don't think 
right now I wouldn't project Ricks in this class. Um, but we'll see, you know, crazier things have happened. You know, Nick Saban is going to spend time with him this weekend. Um, obviously a defensive backs guru. Um, and, and that says a lot to, you know, that, that means a lot to kids, I think, especially at that position. So, you know, anything could happen there. BamaOnline.com also reported on Wednesday, in addition to the Cormani McLean tidbit there, that Maryland tight end transfer C.J. Dupree has plans of checking out Tuscaloosa officially this weekend. Dupree, a very athletic and experienced tight end, and given that Cam Latou has accepted an invite to participate in the upcoming Senior Bowl, Robbie Oots has come on nicely at the position, but I think there's still clearly a need for a capable player at that position, especially kind of a bridge type option, I would think, in C.J. Dupree. Yeah, and, and when you can, you know, dip into the transfer portal and get a guy with that kind of experience, you know, two years at Maryland, he had a pretty, you know, he had a pretty decent season. I mean, not massive numbers um, at the tight end position, but, you know, had really impressive games. He had, I think, 50 yards receiving and a touchdown against Michigan this year, um, but has that experience. You know, he's played in, I think, 25 college collegiate games and, and can come in and, uh, and uh, like you said, be that maybe a bridge guy and, and a guy that can do a little bit of both, you know, blocking and, and, and receiving and, and uh, you know, um, help Bama there. So we'll see. He's enter, uh, he's entering the weekend without an offer. Um, you know, the fact that he's taking an official visit, I think Bama has intentions to, um, really consider offering him. <laughs> so, you know, they'll, they'll see him this weekend and, uh, um, he'll spend time with Nick Saban and, you know, do all that. Um, Joe Cox, the special teams and tight ends coach was, uh, or the tight ends coach was, uh, in Maryland, or I guess, I'm not sure if they're in Maryland or he's from, he's from Pennsylvania, Scranton, Pennsylvania. So, for the office fans. Um, so, you know, he visited him earlier this week, spent time, um, got that official visit lined up. And so, you know, we'll see, I, I'd be surprised if he left campus without an offer this weekend personally. Um, but again, you know, we'll see Bemis in the mix for tight ends down the stretch. Um, you know, they, they, they want to add to that position to join Ty Lockwood, who's currently committed. Um, CJ's a kid that they're looking at. Um, we just mentioned Luke has a minute ago as a, uh, another option they're looking at at the prep level, um, trying to still flip him. So, um, definitely some guys in the mix. Um, and, but I, I think that's an area we're definitely going to see Bama sign more at, um, come signing day. So there you go. That's your weekend visitors expected. Anyway, everything's tentative as we know in recruiting. So you're going to want to keep checking with us there at BamaOnline.com throughout Friday and into the weekend Hank, Tim Watts, our staff, second to none when it comes to keeping you updated on all things Alabama football recruiting related. And by the way, if you haven't, you need to get to BamaOnline.com right now and check out this outstanding piece that Hank has published here on a Friday. He has. That's right. He's stepping out there. I know you get a little nervous with this one, <laughs> Hank, when you uh, when you go this route, but it's a lot of fun, and uh, there's a lot of insight, a lot of great knowledge when Hank comes out with his predicting Alabama's early signing day finish, which, again, just went up on BamaOnline.com earlier on Friday. We're not going to give it away. We're not going to get too much into specifics, but what we will do and sort of as an overview of this piece, Hank, is maybe talk more about numbers at specific positions. I think as we go through the offense, quarterback Alabama is set, right? Eli Holstein, Dylan Lonergan, barring something unforeseen, it's a two-quarterback class. 
Right. Yeah, I don't I don't anticipate that changing. Um, you know, these two guys have been locked in since their commitments. There's really been no question about what Bama's doing under center since the summertime. Um, we saw Eli Holstein commit uh, in May prior to uh, prior to the summer camp season. Uh, and then there was a little bit of question, you know, would they still pursue Dylan Lonergan? And, and that answer was yes, they did. And they got a commitment from him in July. So that's been set. Those guys are locked in. They're going to sign in uh, in uh, what is it? Twelve days. Yeah, we're less than two weeks away from the start of the early signing period for football. Running back, I mean, you got Justice Haynes and Richard Young committed. <laughs> I, I think you're pretty good there with yeah. two backs. It's all about retention at this point, I would think, uh, maintaining your commitments that you have with those two uh, elite running backs. Wide receiver, uh, interesting, the addition here recently, and I haven't gotten your thoughts on this, Jaron Hamilton makes it a four wide receiver class. I guess there was always that potential for a fourth receiver. Is there, is there the possibility for a fifth? You know, I never want to say never, especially, you know, what, with what we've seen the last two years, um, you know, with the transfer portal, you know, we, we saw Bama sign big high school wide receivers classes the past two cycles. And then they go out the year prior, um, get Jamison Williams. And then this past cycle, they, they add Jermaine Burton and, and Tyler Harrell. So, you know, it, I, I think it just kind of depends on who enters the portal. If they see somebody they like, um, you know, they could always pursue them and, you know, maybe even more so now with, you know, you see guys like Treshawn Holden, Jojo Earl and Christian Leary all enter the portal. Um, you know, there maybe is an opportunity to, to add another name. So I, I think, you know, Looking at it earlier this fall, it was like, okay, three receivers, they're probably, you know, unless depending on what Jaron Hamilton does, you know, they're probably done. But, you know, maybe they're not now. Maybe they look for more at that position. And I know there's there's buzz about Jermaine Burton coming back. Um, so, you know, we'll see on that as well. But, you know, I think to to touch on Jaron Hamilton, I think this could really be a steal. And, you know, I, I got a bunch of flack in my mentions um, about the day he committed because, you know, he had, he had the Florida offer on his 24 seven profile. All the Florida fans tell, you know, they were telling me, Oh, he didn't have a committable offer. It's like, well, okay. Uh, he was in, he was in Florida's backyard. Maybe they're just too prideful to admit they, they, uh, maybe whiffed a little bit on, on going after Jaron Hamilton. Um, because I think he's a really, really special talent. I think he could maybe mm-hmm. be the steal of this class. Um, you know, maybe him or Bray Hubbard in terms of, you know, what they could potentially be at t- in Tuscaloosa, you know, a kid that has, you know, size, speed, um, ball skills, you know, I, he can really take the top off a of defense. So, you know, I think he could be a big time addition. I saw you tweet last week too, when they were playing Venice, um, they weren't playing, you know, yeah. some, some scrub yeah, team. Yeah, they're not. Know. They're yeah. not playing Dollar General Academy. Right. All right? Yeah, I like that. Strip yeah, yeah. Center Christian, you know. <laughs> and, and he was kind of making those guys look uh, look silly. No, I know who plays, he plays so. against because I'm from that area. And um, no, Gainesville Buolts is traditionally a really good program year in and year out, uh, and they play in that sort of Northeast Florida uh, district that they're in with some of the better teams and programs around that Jacksonville area. He, he's playing against dudes pretty yeah. much week in and week out. And I can tell you when you get that deep in the playoffs, as you know, Hank, in the state of Florida at that level, at that classification, there, there's no, there's certainly no gimmies right. at, uh, at that point. Right. No doubt. So I, th- I think he's one to get excited about for Bama fans. You know, I think I wrote about Jalen Hale earlier this week. 
Um, I, you know, he doesn't get talked about a lot, but he's also still, he's on a deep playoff run of, of his own, you know, in, in Longview, that's a traditional power in the state of Texas and East Texas Malik Benson, I think could be a day one guy that, that could come in and contribute with, uh, with what he brings to the table. He's about to play in the Juco championship game next week against, uh, I think Iowa Western. So he's still got one more game on his schedule as well. So this is a really strong wide receivers class. Um, and it could, you know, who's, who knows, we might see it get stronger. Tight end, you mentioned Ty Lockwood, uh, flipped from Ohio State, been committed to Alabama for some time now. The possibility of C.J. Dupree, which tells you Alabama does have interest, uh, maybe more so in a transfer portal option, but another tight end to go with that, uh, with Lockwood as well. Offensive line, you mentioned earlier, five-man class as it sits right now, but it sounds like, as you outlined, for the right offensive tackle, there could be room for a sixth at least. Yeah. I, and I, I, you know, the more I think about it, the more I, you know, I, I think Bama's going to want to bring in more at offensive line. So, you know, whether they flip Caden Proctor from Iowa or somehow manage to land Samson Okunlola, which I, you know, I don't anticipate that right now. Um, you know, the, the, I, I think this could be an area we see them kind of maybe make a move like they did with Tyler Steen last year where, where they went out and got him in the transfer portal in the spring. So um, we'll see what happens there. There's still some time to go. Obviously, like we mentioned, Nick Saban took the time to go see uh, Caden Proctor on his first day of the contact period in Iowa. So I think that that says something about their interest level in him. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that'll that'll be an interesting kind of uh, question mark position group to uh, to watch down the stretch. A defensive line, three true defensive linemen committed right now, and that's not including edge guys. We're talking about big dudes yeah. on the defensive line. Um, obviously, the preference for James Smith to join that group uh, as a fourth, and then you know you outlined some guys here in your in your write up that that could also be in the mix or guys that Alabama's keeping warm, uh, depending on how some situations play out here down the stretch at linebacker and edge. Uh, just two players committed right now, but this weekend could be big in terms of adding to that that group. It sounds like uh, Hank, and then the the Keon Keeley situation is is looming out there as well. I guess right. Yeah, I think this weekend, you know, or I, I guess I should say, you know, that that linebacker edge spot is really where Bama could make the biggest splash this early signing day period, and uh, with the potential of you know guys like Quay Rousseau, guys like Keon Keeley, and then Arian Carter, who's um, you know at the top of a lot of boards late. Um, for for schools looking to add another inside linebacker so you know to get to get um you know potentially those three guys and then adam with justin jefferson who's an impact you know an instant impact kind of guy at that inside linebacker spot yonze pierre another guy talk about you know flying under the radar in terms of you know his his ability he's got you know speed length strength you know he, he had a dominant senior season at ufala um so i think he could be a guy too that that um you know a couple of years down the down the road, we're talking about making big time plays for Alabama coming off the edge. So yeah, you know it, it's a big opportunity to close strong there. Um, I think Bama is sticking at the high school level for the, for those kind of for those positions right now. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see them uh, really push for that down the stretch. In the secondary, four committed players right now, led by Caleb Downs, the five star safety, really do it all DB player in general, and Caleb Downs. From Mill Creek High School over in the Atlanta area, Tony Mitchell in-state uh, from Thompson, Jalil Hurley in-state from Florence, Bray Hubbard um, from Pascagoula, Ocean Springs High School in Mississippi, and then the the potential, right, another area where uh, a couple of guys could be added to this mix, and 
uh, could come from maybe one or two guys that we're going to see in Tuscaloosa this weekend, or uh, maybe a couple of guys that, that come from areas that traditionally under Nick Saban have been uh, pretty good to the Crimson Tide, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, and another spot they're trying to close strong at. Um, obviously, you know, you, you want to recruit your guys and, and keep them committed. You know, Caleb Downs, that's been a very hot topic on our board. It, it's kind of calmed down a little bit um, since his Ohio State unofficial visit uh, for the uh, Michigan game a couple weeks back. Um, you know, he he's playing in the state championship this weekend in Georgia. Um, but, you know, another guy that's saying all the right things, you know, when you when he's in interviews, you know, he's saying he's set on Bama. Um, so, you know, I, I think there's confidence that he's going to stick with Bama, um, and, and potentially be a day one, another day one guy that could step in with, you know, with Jordan battle and, uh, Helms and, you know, the, the secondary shakeup this next season. So, um, Tony Mitchell, um, he, he he's saying nothing's going to change his mind on Bama, but he's going to, uh, Texas A&M next weekend, the last weekend before signing day, Auburn's still trying to, to flip him with you freeze. So, you know, I think Tony Mitchell's going to sign with Bama, uh, but he's taking visits. So he's a guy we're watching Jaleel Hurley. Um, he's actually starting practice with Bama for the sugar bowl. So I don't think you got to worry about him. You know, he's actually about to be on the team in, in just a couple weeks or a week or two. Um, but yeah, Damari Brown, Tyler Scott are two guys I think, um, could potentially join this, this class at cornerback. Um, Damari Brown was a guy that officially visited in the summer. Then he came back for two games this fall, um, uh, from that American heritage, program which has sent some uh some some big time guys to bama patrick certain the second and then earl little jr of course um so we'll see if damari brown follows those guys footsteps um and then tyler scott another senior riser that uh was on campus last weekend for his official visit um i think bama has the inside track for him personally right now um he named tennessee as leader earlier in the fall but um i think bama might might have uh, overtaken that last weekend so He's still got some visits to go. Auburn's pushing for him, Texas, USC. Um, so still a lot of recruiting to be done. But um, two high school kids, I think Bama has a chance to uh, to add um, on uh, the early signing period. As far as specialists go, Connor Talty, the three-star kicker from Chicago, has been committed to Alabama for a while. Talty considered to be one of the very best kickers. You can also punt a little bit. Uh, from St. Rita up there in the Chicago area, uh, set to sign with the Crimson Tide as well. It all adds up. It looks like, Hank, if if it goes according to what you're promising, Alabama fans, <laughs> and I just want to go ahead and put you under the damn <laughs> microscope with right. that little I, comment. If, if it goes the way Hank said it would, <laughs> we're talking about another top-ranked class for the Crimson Tide. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's, it's not going to be that um, record breaking top ranked class. Um, but, you know, you never know this with the signing cap lifted. You know, anything is possible. You know, they could they could take, you know, depending on the numbers they have and the kids that go to the transfer portal, you know, there, there's no limit. You have to just stay under the 85 man <laughs> scholarship limit. So, you know, the sky, the sky is the 47 limit. man um, class. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Ultra. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, but no, this, this should be plenty to, you know, they're already healthy health. What's the word? Health, healthfully, health, healthily atop the standings um, ahead of Georgia in the rankings. Obviously Georgia's trying to finish strong too with, with some big names um, and has an opportunity to do that. But I think Bama has a chance to, to hold all these teams off and, uh, and sign this top ranked class. Yeah. We're getting into all-star game season two. You got what Alabama, Mississippi yep. this week, got some Alabama guys in that event. Right. And maybe some, 
some flip targets, some yeah. guys that uh, Alabama would like to see join this class. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, we, we see kids opt out of this game. Obviously, the last few years, you know, James Smith, Quay Rousseau aren't playing in it. Some Bama guys um, aren't playing in it. But a um, couple commits are Yonze Pierre, Hunter Osborne. They're down down in Mobile um, competing. Um, and then the the uncommitted guy that uh, Bama fans would love to flip. Well, you know, everyone wants to still flip Peter Woods. I, I will say I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's going to sign with Clemson. Um, but he's been having a really good showing. That's kind of the every time we talk about Alabama Mississippi this week, it's oh, I wish we could have gotten Peter Woods. And it's like, well, you know, <laughs> he, he I think he's sticking with Clemson. But um, the other committed target elsewhere that that uh, would be a huge flip if Bama was able to pull it off is some Tarian Perkins who's committed to Ole Miss, but, you know, had just an incredible senior season for Raleigh, Mississippi. He, uh, he won the class six, a, or I don't, I don't know the classification, but he won the state title with them. Um, last week, all the coaches were in attendance. We saw Lane Kiffin there. Pete Golding was there for Bama. Um, but he's a kid that we, we believe right now, the latest Intel suggests he's going to sign in February. And I think he confirmed that at Alabama, Mississippi this week week so he'll be taking an official visit in january obviously you know Ole miss wants him to sign early they're going to try to get him to sign early so you know that's subject to change but you know that that's another guy even if bama you know finishes with you know that that um loaded inside line or loaded linebackers class in general um with you know the Rousseau, the the arian carter and and all those guys you know i think uh i still think centurion perkins would be one of those guys is just too good to to not take if, if he wanted to come so um he's going to be a guy we're going to be tracking in january at this point so much to cover so much coverage for you right there with us at BamaOnline.com. thanks to hank south tim watts outstanding work as always hank uh let's not wait so long to catch up again yeah, no next doubt. time all right Absolutely. Yeah. I enjoyed I'll it. I'll be bugging you coming up, so don't worry. <laughs> Sounds good. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Hank South, great, great stuff for us right there at BamaOnline.com. Again, if you haven't already on this Friday, go check out his overview of the 2023 recruiting effort for the Crimson Tide, predicting Alabama's 2023 early signing day finish. That's ready for VIP members of BamaOnline.com. Right now, and of course, hang out with us on the roundtable, the premium message board of choice for Alabama fans around the globe right there at BamaOnline.com and subscribe to the uh, the podcast. Well, subscribe to the website, too, but the podcast as well, the Bama Online podcast. And if you'd leave us a rating and a review while you're there, we would greatly appreciate that as well. For Hank South, Travis Schreier, thanks again for joining us here on the Bama Online podcast. Have a great weekend. And until next time, so long, everybody. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. How you survive, you make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.